Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller and this is indeed a wrestling show. Now you're caught up to date if you've never listened to the podcast before. Now, I know we don't usually drop a podcast on a Wednesday, but let's face it. You could argue, should you so wish, that the week starting September 30th, 2019, is one of the craziest in pro wrestling history. Not just because we've got new shows, but there's plenty of news out there which is threatening to turn the world upside down. It's what I thought I would do. I reached out to my patrons, which you can do as well. You can join patreon.com forward slash Simon316. You can come on the podcast or you can get a postcard, a personalized message. I will implore you to check it out because it's the reason I get to do these podcasts at crazy times throughout the day. I reached out. Uh, and I said, man, we've got to talk about this. So for the first time ever, i got my good man, Joe, on. Joe, how are you doing today? I'm good. It's hot out here in Ohio, though. Oh, it's man. September. How hot is it? Because in England right now, it's raining and it's cold and it sucks. I mean, actually, I quite like it rainy and cold, but you have to say that it sucks. I understand how the world works. <laughs> no, it, it's September. It's like 85. It's humid as hell. And tomorrow's <laughs> supposed to be 90. Yeah, dude, I can't ever come to see you. Uh, that's just too much for me I would die. I like it cold and I like it windy and I like it rainy that's why I like it when I was born in the UK I was like man this is uh, uh, this rocks right dude look before we start getting talking about this just give me um, give me a, a slow a, a brief introduction into why you love wrestling and also just to set the scene you know from a wrestling fan's perspective how pumped how are you excited for everything that we're going to get over the next seven days I'm going to go nuts over the next seven days <laughs> well I think we all <laughs> to are to be man. honest but um Way I started, I started out as a kid, and uh, I got to see Hogan, and I got to see just all these other different wrestlers just come up there through WWE because WWF was the only thing you saw on TV. Yeah, of course, yeah. At the at the time, so as a kid, we were watching all that Macho Man, Randy Savage, blah blah blah, and. We took a break because high school, and I went into the United States Navy. Oh, wow. Okay. So, 93 to 97, and at that time, you weren't able to keep up with anything. No, I can imagine, unless you, yeah. and, and, unless you got letters there from home. So, when I got back, I got back a little bit late to see the first match of WCW. Wow, man. Yeah, here we go. Oh, my God. The, the whole Monday Night Wars. You want to talk about the best creative nearly ever. Ever. On both sides. Now, WW, or I'm sorry, WCW at the very end tanked. Just, <laughs> just sucked at the end. But it was just flipping awesome. All of the writing, everything that was going on between... You know, Vince McMahon and The Undertaker and, and, and corporate ministry. And then you have D-Generation X going after WCW. That was just brilliant. And then WCW basically giving away the results of Monday Night Raw. Well, it's funny you say that. Like, oh, because so I've seen so many internet threads this week of people saying, 
Are they going to do it again? Are they not going to do it again? I don't think we're going to get that kind of um, fr- friction. But I think we, I think you'll get comments and you'll get skits like we've already seen. But I don't think you're going to get any underhanded tactics like that. I don't think. I mean, maybe WWE would do it. I can't see a time when AEW's ever given away results or you know. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. That's just my gut. Uh, maybe it was a different time, but I remember when Eric Bischoff would do all of that stuff. Oh and, boy, uh, did he! I, I just couldn't. I, even <laughs> even when I was a kid, I couldn't believe it. I remember being like, "Oh my gosh!" Even I know, as a, like a super young child, that this is not this is not kosher, man. <laughs> this is going to come back to bite somebody in the ass. And as we you know would learn, it came back to bite WCW in the ass the most when he talked about the Mick Foley uh, winning the world title. That was the best one, and he he actively mm-hmm. made world championship wrestling audience jump across to Raw. I love that story. <laughs> I mean, I love that story. What a way to, to turn around and go, ah, sugar. Uh, oh. We screwed it up. But I am, I am intrigued. I mean, especially, man, because this week too, I don't know whether you've seen the news, there is speculation and rumors everywhere that not only have AW and WWE and NWA just announced something and MLW's doing those things impacts moving to access but also apparently CM Punk and Fox are talking right now yeah. about CM Punk joining the the backstage show for WWE which would be crazy if it came off because it would it would be a bit like when the Ultimate Warrior came back Ultimate Warrior was hired by 2K to be in their video game WWE had no say in it and now we may be repeating history where Fox hires CM Punk for a WWE show. I mean, look, I'd imagine there has been some kind of dialogue, some kind of conversation with Triple H, Vince McMahon, but that's still a crazy situation. And again, right now, we don't know. It's speculative. It's all out there in the rumor mill. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But if you look hard enough, you can find, like, Taz. Taz said he thinks that CM Punk's going to be on SmackDown. And there was somebody else I saw that thinks CM Punk's going to be on AEW. I know people get bored of that conversation, but right now, it's a hot topic. It just is. And, and you're right, that is a just an umpire topic. But Fox had to talk with WWE when all that stuff came down. So when you had CM Punk, and I loved when CM Punk first debuted in WWE, that was that was brilliant stuff. Just absolutely brilliant stuff. But you you have to have discussions with Vince McMahon. Maybe not Triple H. I, I don't know if Triple H is high enough up on the ladder chain just yet. I, don't I, I think that, I don't know how that would work, man. I I, I mean I, I don't I, know. The way I see it is, if I'm WWE and someone's just paid a billion dollars for my TV deal and they want to hire someone I don't like, and and the way they're promoting WWE right now is amazing. They are treating them mm-hmm. like UFC, like boxing, like they're the real deal. I would just say, hey man, we got to pick our battles here. And I think if they want CM Punk, look, the, the bottom line is if you put CM Punk on that show, more people are going to watch that show. That's just the right. truth. And, and more people are going to watch that show, the more people are probably going to watch SmackDown going, well, maybe CM Punk turns up. I understand that there is, um, there is conflict there personality-wise. Huh, the irony. But, you know, at the, the ultimately, though, <laughs> <laughs> ultimately, though, it's, you know, it's... It, Vince McMahon has proven time and time again that he doesn't let that stuff get in the way if he sees money being made. So if CM Punk is open right. to it, why the hell not? Look, I like, who do I love? Brett the Hitman Hart, right? I love Brett the Hitman Hart. He's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. But you put Bret Hart on that show, it doesn't get as many ratings as if CM Punk's doing it. That's just the truth. That's the kind of following that he brings. Because that's the time that we're in now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, you know if, if this was 20 years ago, so when true. Bret Hart went to WCW, all eyes went to WCW. Yeah. And what do you think Chris Jericho did? Yeah, exactly. He went to AEW. And where do you think all eyes went to? Yeah. Double or nothing. Yeah, no, dude, it's so true. And that's what I think. And WWE needs that moment. And I, I, I don't think, 
I don't think that news coming out is... Well, I mean, I've got two ways that I look at it. One, I don't think it's coincidental. I think maybe it was put out there for a reason to try and build up more hype. But on top of that, if you want to be, you know, proper conspiracy theorist uh, wrestling guy, which I like to do because it's fun, you know, you could even say maybe that news got out there this week because he is going to turn up on the first show of Diamond Night and they want to confuse people even more. I mean, I don't actually think that's going to happen. But look, wrestling is so crazy. If somebody said, Miller, you've got to 100% bet against it, like, I can't. I can't tell you what's going to happen this week. I can't imagine that if we had this chat a week's time, we're not at least going to get one, two, maybe even a handful of surprises. Like There's rumors out there that Jack Swagger is going to be on the first episode of AEW. I, I was like, what? Okay, maybe Ryback's on there. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But that's why right now I'm really excited. I really, really am excited. I think when we get to Hell in a Cell on Sunday, there should be loads to talk about. And there should, oh, be, a really, there should be a really good feeling uh in the wrestling world but dude what do you want you know what do you want what do you want to see from wwe what do you want to see from aew like what 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 should this week bring given the and a lot of a lot of the expectations of course are coming from our end as excitable fans but right. that aside you know what do you want to see when we get to sunday and you sat down for hell in a cell and you look back over the last six days you're like what what do you want to take away from all of this i don't want to see people get overhyped over aew yeah, i don't want to see true. people get overhyped over WWE right now because what WWE was really a smart thing by saying this is the season premiere of Raw. Now, does it make sense that you call it a season premiere? Maybe the time of year, yes, but Raw's an ongoing show. But if you call this a season premiere, basically what you're doing is you're calling this a kickoff week for quite possibly, possibly the best week of wrestling you have ever scene <laughs> that's that's raising the possibly. bar man that's raising the bar okay so what do they I know what do they do then what do they do let's go through raw smackdown and hell in a cell what do they do to achieve that kind of a feeling even if it's not true like you know what wrestling fans and all passionate fans are like all you need is a couple of huge announcements and huge surprises and you will go on twitter and see people going oh my god it's the best week i've ever seen so you know on raw tonight for example what kind of stuff do you want to see that does make you actually go, oh my gosh, this is the best Raw has been in years. Well, first off, we got to have more matches. We can't have as much talk. We're going to get The Miz talking with Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, mm. but that's going to be like, mm. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to get much off of that. No, I feel like that too. Like I love well, Ric Flair. I still love, even though he's crazy. Uh, I've been quite vocal about, I, it's, it's not for me to say anything. I'm just saying my fandom for Hulk Hogan has died over the last few years, just because of everything that's happened. Take it or leave right, it. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying I'm wrong. I'm saying that's my personal opinion. So I'm the same. to me, that segment has to have something to do with The Fiend. Surely, surely that is the idea with that. And, and, and The Fiend could actually come in and interrupt that whole segment. See, I got a little bit different take on this, though. Do it, man. Ric Flair hates Ohio State. Does he? He hates Ohio State with a passion. Why does he hate Ohio State? Because I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm right. not your atypical Ohio State fan. We are obnoxious, loud, and we <laughs> cry and whine all the damn time. You better damn believe we do. We do. Because we think that we're number one like every single week out of the year. Right. Okay. And, and that's the way that we should put We're fans. We're fanatics, but he hates that. So he <laughs> he will go he will go on to game day. By the way, did you see the game day 
a video I posted to you on Patreon with The Undertaker. Oh, yeah, no, I did, man, yeah. And it was, it's, the, oh. the, the world gets weirder and weirder by the day. <laughs> it does. But, but you see the fandom out, out of wrestlers because you forget wrestlers are fans of other things too. Of course. Seth, yeah. You know, Seth Rollins is a big, like, uh, is he like a metal fan or? Yeah, no, he's a metal fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, he's into, uh, that's kind of, I think that's what his music's based on. Yeah. No, I think he's a, I think he's a, oh, I, can't, I think he's a tech metal fan. No, he's a metal fan though. Yes, he is. Yeah. But he will go bang his head, you know, at every single rock concert, whatever, because he's a fan of that stuff. Yeah. You, know, you have Undertaker come out in a tank top, which, by the way, is like the best move when going on to game day. Tank top with the with the ball and all that. And by, and by the way, if I was to give a down, <laughs> ESPN, what in the hell are you doing? You're sending people down to Texas. They're in a full suits. And it's 100 degree heat. I, I never know how people do that, man. Like <sighs> anytime, like sort of the Rock and John Cena go to these press things, and you can tell that it's spoiling, and they just turn up and I'm, I'm like, man, I, I respect you guys so much because I wouldn't be able to do it. I, that would ruin me. I'd be so hot, but they do it because they get it and, and they and, and they know how to work that stuff. But I guess that's the look, man. That's your job. That's what you got to do. Well, that that's why I'm blaming ESPN. I'm not blaming the analysts or whatever because <laughs> Herb Street came on later on and said. We were out there with The Undertaker, and I thought I was going to melt. I was surprised. And Undertaker's a big dude as well. Oof. You know, that is, that is he's going to heat up quicker than most people. Well, that that's why he came out in, with tank top and shorts. Oh, yeah. And he came, <laughs> he came out with, with bulls <laughs> like this. So, I mean, he was coming out full fandom. Granted, LSU beat Texas, and, you know, I guess Texas isn't back, but <laughs> Texas football. <laughs> But that, that was the whole debate then a couple of weeks ago. So, okay, getting getting off topic. It's all good, man. But, the but, the but best thing about what, this podcast, you can say whatever you want. That's what wrestling fan, or that's what wrestlers do. Yeah. So so they're allowed to be fans any place that they want to. No, I do, man. So um, what, do you, what do you think Ric Flair's going to do? What, what do you think he's going to go heel on a higher stake because he hates him? He no. This is going to be done. Is this no? This isn't the Florida show yet. This isn't the draft. Draft is next week. So, where are they at? Uh, tonight. At what? Where's the location tonight? You mean? Yeah. That way. Well, yeah. Where? Where is uh, Rob? SmackDown is um, is California because obviously it's the Staples Center. Uh, uh, it is Arizona. They're in tonight. They're in Phoenix, Arizona, the Talking Stick Resort Arena. Okay, so they're they're not going to talk about Ohio State unless they're in Columbus. Okay, maybe Cleveland, maybe Cincinnati, but they're not they're not going to talk about Ohio State. No, this is going to be probably. Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to be into this conversation, you know, between the Miz and I love the Miz. I love heel Miz more than what I do face Miz. Mm. Yeah, I think most people would agree with that. Well, face Miz really at the moment hasn't but, it doesn't do anything, does he? he hasn't really cemented that. He's kind of just existed a little bit. He's kind of been quite fleeting on Raw and SmackDown recently. Outside of that feud with Shane McMahon. Yeah, exactly. Which kind he, of never, it just never ended. I don't mean that in the sense it went on forever. I mean, it just didn't end. One day they were just like, well, we're just going to stop doing it. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. Sorry that I bothered to buy into to that feud. I'll never do it again. It was very strange. 
they did that in World of Warcraft where, okay, I don't know if you play the game or not. I never got into World of Warcraft, man. No, that was never my thing. Mm. Okay. But there's a character named Vol'jin and Blizzard Blizzard Entertainment. So if you play any of those games, you may, you may know Blizzard Entertainment. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. But they set Vol'jin... Or the ghost Bulgin, and we're on the quest line with them, and they never finished that quest line. <laughs> like Halo 2's ending, where Master Chief just goes, nah, I can't be asked. We'll just drop it right here. Yeah. Screw it. We're done. I know. I kind of, I kind of respected it in, in, in the worst way possible because I was like, man, the balls to do that in a gaming community that is probably more vocal than wrestling. I mean, <laughs> you've got a lot of nerve to do that. It's never ever gonna go. It's never ever ever gonna go well. But uh, what's strange no. with them is, but I, I think I can't foresee any other reason why you would have Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair on unless you're going to do something with them. Because as far as I'm aware, and I could be wrong, but this is what I've been led to believe both of those guys are on smackdown this week as well to do the whole celebratory 20 year thing so yeah it seems very odd to me that we wouldn't uh, you know that, that we wouldn't do something big with them on raw like why have them on both you just negate the the ratings pop that one of them could get you well i, I think that's gonna be the down part you know uh, unless something happens like the fiend shows up yeah well, that's if, what i think that's what i'd that... like to see if that happens, that's going to be fun. But I don't see it happening there. Okay. What, where does it happen? Who does Seth Rollins face tonight? Well, Rey that, Mysterio. That's such a great point. Yeah, because originally that's what I thought was going to happen. But then, yeah, as I was, as people then rightfully pointed out on Twitter, they were like, well, well what about the Miz segment? I was like, good point. So there's definitely something going down in one of those two segments because – I mean, the other the other amazing sort of conspiracy theory I saw, which I did love, was Rey Mysterio wins the Universal Championship against Seth Rollins, and then that frees him up mm -hmm. to uh, to take on Bray Wyatt in in the Hell in a Cell and lose without losing the title. I don't think that's going to happen. And I think that's quite the stretch. But I appreciated the um, I appreciated the the thought that went into it. Well, I, I think that if you're going to build a storyline between him, or, or maybe if the Fiend does attack during the uh, the interview segment you you could see Seth Rollins come out and say now screw my whole scared of you thing which that that was just wrong <laughs> last week that 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 was just no if you're going to fight somebody why are you scared of them well i don't know i can i kind of go both ways with this because I totally understand uh, what people mean. But I kind of think if Seth Rollins isn't scared of Bray Wyatt and doesn't sell this idea that he's a bit of a serial killer crazy guy, you know, why should I as a fan buy into it as well? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, kind, I kind of get both sides. I kind of get both sides. You want to be able to, you know, uh, that's the word I'm looking for. You want, but you want to be able to be behind Seth Rollins because he's the baby face. Even right. That's not really what's happening in the story. So I, I, I think maybe they didn't balance it as, as well as they could have done. Um, and I know, to I know totally what you mean. Like I, I completely agree with you. I think it's hard though, because I think if he's playing a scary character, it's like, you know, if I went to watch a horror film and nobody in the horror film was scared of the person, I'd be like, well, what, you know, why, why should I be scared? If you're already proving to me that you're, you're not scared, but at the same time, you're right. If Seth is too scared, you're like, well, you're a big baby. 
So it's really difficult. I think it's a really, really hard balance to try and get a mate. But I love the feud. I, I'm, I'm all in with this. Forgive the pun. I can't, I can't wait to see what, what goes down. I mean, the only negative I can see coming out the other end is if, again, one week's time, Monday, and we're leading into Raw and Bray Wyatt isn't the Universal Champion. I think that would be madness. I think that'd be crazy. And I think it'd be incredibly short-sighted by WWE. I think there may be a way out for Seth Rollins to win. Oh, dude, give it to me, but, man. This is what I want to hear. But but I, I don't think that they can pull the trigger on that because of how popular The Fiend is right now. What would you do then? So, so you get, how, how do you get Seth Rollins in and out without screwing up too much? Braun Strowman interference. Yeah, but that, see, I, I knew you were going to say it. The problem, <laughs> the, the, the problem dude, with... It's the most obvious thing, though. I know, I agree with you, man. Like, they could do it, but I think the problem... Well, for me, anyway, I don't want to speak for everybody. But for me, if they do that, it will just make me think that WWE is really... I don't want to say they're out of touch. That seems a bit unfair, but it, it just seems like a real... There's no need to do that. I don't think anybody... I, I'll, I'll talk for myself. I won't talk for everybody again, like I say. But I, I would have no problem... With Seth Rollins losing the title right now, I don't think it matters if he loses the title. I, I think it makes no difference. I don't. I don't necessarily think the Universal Championship is worse if it goes on to Bray Wyatt. In fact, if anything, I think it's it's cooler. The yeah. counterpoint to that, as I've seen on, and I, I can see this too, is that so many people say, "Well, does Bray Wyatt really need the Universal Championship because of his character?" You're right. It's a great point. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's an interesting scenario, and I do like the fact that it's. It's creating debate. If anything creates debate in wrestling, I'm happy. I do see him walking out as uh, or Bray Wyatt walking out as champion, though. Yeah, I think because that's so. still the best move. I think so. Um, which which means Seth Rollins beats Rey Mysterio, like, duh. <laughs> okay, that that's like the obvious man out, but this should still be a great match so long as. Those two just beat the living hell out of each other. Oh, yeah. I, I think it should be. I look, I'm actually, you know, in terms of this evening as well, I'm looking forward to Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. You know, I think that's that, going to be fun. I think it's going to be really fun. And again, because Bray Wyatt has the uh, the fans' attention, they, I don't, well, probably maybe there'll be a few that will be made, but I don't think anybody will mind if it ends in a DQ, this one, if Bray Wyatt interferes, because people love Bray Wyatt, right? And it makes sense storyline-wise. So I actually think they've set that up quite well. And I would agree. I would agree. What do you think Brock Lesnar does? That's the other thing. Brock Lesnar is on both shows this, this week, of course, for the first time in years. He's wrestling on SmackDown for the first time in 15 years. Oh, boy. I know, right? But what does he do on Raw tonight? If he, you know, I, I know why he's there. It's to advertise SmackDown on Friday. But exactly. But they've got to come up with a, a, a deal for him. Surely, surely he needs to do something big. Otherwise, well, I guess he doesn't have to, but I'd like to see him do something. The question is, what does he do? This isn't Brock Lesnar. This is Paul Heyman. <laughs> quite possibly the best speaker in all of WWE. Yeah, I think that's that right. man cuts promos just straight out of his ass. Oh, man. He'll still he's the best. be good. He's the best. He's the best. He's already, uh, you know, doing amazing stuff on Twitter as well, like congratulating Kofi Kingston for his title reign and <laughs> everything like this. He's the best. <laughs> he's the best. He knows what he's doing. Like he was on there with Sam Roberts, you know, maybe like quite a while ago. Yeah. And, and I saw that on, up on YouTube and he, he would just go out on, into the crowd and say, I don't want to be up on stage with you. You're a little pissant, Sam Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's good. He so, knows. So, 
he does all this amazing stuff and it's just it's just awesome just to see him work during their lyrically in the ring yeah no no that I mean, it's one of the reasons i think that brock lesnar has had uh you know sort of the the, the staying power he has because that relationship <laughs> with you know between him and, and lesnar just works you know, it just works. I actually think Brock, when you let him speak, is good. I liked him in MMA. I like him, you know, when he does those backstage skits and he just sits down. But, you know, most of the time, but it's just, it's one of those, it's like the chemistry. They just have chemistry together. And they have done since they debuted in what, like 2002 or whatever it was, which is terrifying that we're almost at 20 years of, uh, 20 years of Brock Lesnar. I don't really know how that happened, but hey ho, that's, uh, that's just where, that's just where we got to. I mean, this is quite, I don't, I don't want to jump. I mean, basically, yeah, I mean, on, um, WWE.com right now. The preview for Raw is Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio. Brock Lesnar returns to Raw. Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair on Miz TV. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks, which is an interesting match. Cedric Alexander versus AJ Styles for the US title, which again, weird, given that Cedric Alexander's done nothing recently. And also we're getting Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode putting the Raw Tag Team titles against Heavy Machinery. So just before we jump to AEW and SmackDown, from the sort of the, the latter things I just mentioned, can you see any title changes? Because a small part of me thinks that maybe AJ Styles loses the U- the the US title and then jumps to SmackDown. I know he just jumped to Raw, but I think he's such a versatile uh, sort of performer for WWE, they may think we've got to get him on SmackDown because, you know, he, he can just operate with anybody. Yeah, but you don't want to break up the OC since you just put them together. Well, I think they could go well. They've got a draft but, in a week and a half, right, so maybe they all go. Right, but, but that's something that we got to be careful of, you know, especially when it comes to New Day, the Usos, you don't want to break these guys up for just yet. Maybe the New Day. I, there, there might be some arguments for Big E just going out and beat yeah, you know, people's butts on his own. I'd be one of them. I'd be one of them. I'd say make Xavier Woods and Kofi a tag team because I think Kofi's going to lose on SmackDown. I just do. Um, yeah, so I think I think that will happen. And I think you know push Big E as a singles guy. I think it's time. I think it's time. I can feel it. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you on that. There's no way that you're gonna that you're gonna have Brock look strong in a loss against Kofi Kingston. No, I don't think so. I, I, you I, you I, could do that with Seth Rollins. You can yeah. do that with AJ Styles. Okay, and you could do that with Daniel Bryan. That was the one name that was floating around in my head. I just couldn't pull it out. But you, you not Kofi. I'm sorry, Kofi. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> so what, I, I, I what, loved you as WWE champion. So it's time. What would you do? How would you book that match then? How do you book Kofi versus Brock? Because a lot of people are worried that Brock Lesnar is just going to kill him. Like literally, you know, two, three minutes, smash him up. I mean, you know, who knows, right? Who knows? We, you don't know what WWE. I think they're going to want to have a close match. Because I think if they have new people tuning in that may not necessarily watch wrestling, you know, it's just seeing uh, Kofi Kingston get beaten up. And also, you know, telling these new people, oh, by the way, this was our champion. And now look at him just get destroyed. I don't think that does anything for anyone. But I think a really close back and forth, hard hitting match, you know, the Brock Lesnar style stuff that has, you know, quote unquote ups and downs and, you know, goes all over the place. I actually think you get people invested. You know, I think Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston could be a really good match. It could be, but it. Whenever you have Brock in there with a small guy, you're you're automatically thinking squash. Yeah, well, true. It's, it's going to be a total squash match. Now, I think for Fox standards, you got to let Kofi have some offense in, and I think that what I think that's the only thing that could let him get some offense in because if it was just Vince McMahon, 
Because you know Brock's in Vince McMahon's ear. <laughs> just, just like a kid to a lollipop, that close. You know, it, it's going to be how strong can Brock be? Brock has to be strong. So Brock's going to win. That's hands down. But I think you're going to get some offense in from Kofi Kingston. And Brock says, screw it. Shutting it down right now. F five one two three over. Yep. No, I think I th- I also I have enjoyed Kofi Kingston as WWE champion, but I think that everything has a shelf life. Everything runs its course, and I just feel like Kofi's title run has come to its natural end. I just do. That's just what I think. It's it's. I would say it's probably the same with Seth Rollins in many ways. I just think it's far more. And also, you've got to look at it from a demographic point of view. I, the reason that Brock Lesnar is on Fox is because they had such a strong right. relationship with UFC that people know who Brock Lesnar is, especially that mm-hmm. de- like that audience. And when they see his name and they be like, oh, yeah, I forgot he wrestled or I've never seen him wrestle, you may tune in. And it's kind of like Chris Jericho as the AEW champion. If you know Chris Jericho's name and then you're like, who's AEW? You may go check them out. And it's the same here. If you're a Brock Lesnar fan and you know he's the, the WWE champion, you may, it may be enough to make you go, you know what, I'm going to check out a few episodes of SmackDown. It begs the question how much he's going to be on television. <laughs> you know, is he going to come back full-time? I don't know. Again, it's, it's another... Not full-time, Brock would never do that. But maybe no. he is going to start doing more shows. Maybe they're going to pay him a flub ton of money. Well, that, that could happen, okay? But I don't see him showing up every week on SmackDown Live. That's not going to happen. The reason is you got a contract with Fox and with Fox, since they just let go of, um, MMA and MMA basically went over to ESPN. Yeah. You know, you got to have that competition. So UFC, um, I, I do that sometimes like the letters aren't always there, but some, they'll, they'll come back later on. I don't know why that happens. It just does. So good, man. But you have to have that competition. So if there's that competition that's there, you don't need to have Brock Lesnar on. Okay. Not every time. Now, I think what goes on there for tonight. Yay. No, I, I don't think Cedric Alexander is going to win. I'm going to pull up a bigger shocker. I'm going to say heavy machinery is going to beat Ziggler and Rude. Oh, man. I mean, if that does, <laughs> if that, if that does happen, man, what would it, I, look, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't necessarily think you're, you know, you're too out of the realms of what's possible. But what was the point of making them tag team champions? Do you know what I mean? What a waste of our time. What a waste of everybody's time. Like the whole thing with Seth and Braun, and then we put those two together. They were champions out of nowhere. Crazy, right? But what a pop from the crowd that would be. Hell yeah, and I like heavy machinery. That crowd's going to explode. Yeah, I like heavy machinery. I think they're great. I just think if we were going to do this, why the hell didn't we have heavy machinery take it off Seth and Braun? I think that's a much right. bigger rub. Like, not, I like Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler a lot, but they were a, you know, a brand new thrown together tag team. It's just uh, it's a crazy situation, but I wouldn't be against that. I think Otis has, and I like Tucker too. Tucker, he, he, you know, he, he plays off Otis really well. But I think Otis is uh, Otis is like you know the uh, you know Big E in the New Day. He's just got something about him that makes you you just like him. You know, it's exactly the same kind of a thing. So 
Yeah, and, and I would totally agree with that. I'm I'm just looking at it as a crowd pop standpoint. I'm not thinking as a um, oh yeah totally. You know, a, a sensibility standpoint. It's more <laughs> WWE wants to hear more roars from the crowd. Oh yeah. You know, whether it be positive or negative. Yeah, of course. Then, then what they want, you know, makes sense. Especially tonight as well. Like tonight, they want it to be a big deal, which I completely understand. You know, especially because right. tonight, of course, don't forget, we've got the rumors. It's not even rumors. It seems very likely. New sets. Obviously, we know the new commentary team. Pyro's going to be back. You know, I, I think when you sit down to watch Raw later, it's not, actually going to feel not like a... Not this week. Not this week. Okay, you might get a new set this week, but... I think the new commentary team is going to go along with the draft. No, no, I think it starts tonight, man. I think they've confirmed it for tonight. I I want to see it happen along with the the draft because if you look at drafts past, the last time that WWE did it, they moved the commentators around too. Yeah, they did. Well, they may do that. I mean, we'll find out in a few... In a few hours, I mean, what we should talk about before before we get too uh, too off topic is, of course, AEW is debuting on Wednesday as well. Um, we, we we know sort of a few of the matches. We've got the the, the, the six man tag with uh, you know Chris Jericho and the Golden Elite and his mystery partners. But obviously, you know the really generalities. Yeah, yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> but the real the real cool thing about it, I think, is you know when was the, I know we've all been we've all known that it's existed. But mm-hmm. how crazy is this? Like, like I say, you grew up on WWE versus WCW. And now, you know, realistically, taking a step back, we are having, you know, we have a, 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 a triple A, we'll call it. Now it's the terrible term for wrestling. But, you know, we have a mainstream wrestling promotion running right. on mainstream television in the United States. And obviously there's a bit of fracas around the rest of the world, but let's not worry about that. This has been the first time since 2001 <laughs> this has happened. And I think that's, I think that's pretty amazing, to be completely honest. I would agree, and, and, and I agree that it looks like a mess from over here as far as what you guys are concerned. <laughs> it's not great, yeah. It's, it's a bit all over the place. But I, I think I don't think it's – I don't put the blame on anybody. I understand that maybe a few things were said that in, in retrospect weren't great, but you know, I still totally well, believe that it will get sorted out in the long run, and that's the main thing. I, I think that uh, WWE going in with um, – is it Sky Sports? Uh, they're still with Sky. They moved to BT in January, yeah. Well, the the last I knew that they were going there was, was Sky Sports, and it was all about the commercials. And I and I think that's the same way here. At least listening uh, to Russell talk. Yeah. Okay. With Ollie and Luke and all that. That's kind of the way that they feel, and I'm not over there. I don't know. I think but anybody that, knows at the moment. <laughs> Probably not, but the one match, there's a lot of matches to look forward to. But the probably the biggest match that could be on that card is the women's championship match. Why do you say that, man? If you're going to make history, you put the title, put it on Nyla Rose. Now, the way that this should probably be booked, and, and the way that... Um, Okay, who's Nyla Rose's opponent? Oh, I can't remember who she's I can't, fighting. I can't it's... think. I can't think I think, I think. I think she's fighting Rio, right? Isn't it Rio? Yeah, Rio. Yeah, Rio, yeah. yeah. And, and Rio has been selling, you know, the underdog uh, parts of her match really, really well. 
So, and that's the way, that's how she got into the championship match. Because here's, here's this big grown woman versus itty bitty, itty bitty girl, you know? And I, I think that once again, you'll be looking at this Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston thing. Okay. But this is going to be a little bit different because I think Riho is going to get a lot more offense in. She's going to escape from Nyla Rose quite a bit. And and that's what I would want to see. And I want to see Nyla Rose just finally like pick her up and just do whatever finishing move that she does. Yeah. And 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 end a good I'm I would say about a twenty minute match. I man, if they want to do that, I got no problem with that. I mean the the difficulty well the, the, the difficulty is not the right word. The intriguing thing I can't wait to see with AEW is how do they structure their wrestling card? You know, is it going to be match heavy? Is it going to be skit heavy? Is it going to be promo heavy? Uh, you know, are we going to introduce characters for people that may be tuning in for the first time? Does being the elite tie into stuff? There are so many questions hanging over it. Did you see the intro that they released earlier? Uh, they released the intro for the show. Um, actually, I did see some commercials on TNT. Yeah, so they've released the the, so, sort of the intro for for Dynamite, and I tell you, man, if anybody watches that and tells me it doesn't feel like Attitude Era Raw or Monday Nitro. You ain't watching the same thing as me. <laughs> I, I love that though. There's nothing wrong with nostalgia. People love nostalgia. Right. It's, you know, it's been it's been a crutch that WWE's been relying on for for a long time, and there's there's, there's negatives to it, but there's certainly positives as well. And you know, when I watched it, it, it took me back. It made me feel like I was you know sort of five six years old again. And I've got no I got no issues with that whatsoever. And I really do hope that you know ideally. When I, you know, Thursday morning comes and I've seen my first episode of AEW, I can be like, wow, that feels like a whole different way to present wrestling. But still, you know, like I love New Japan, but obviously that's got a Japanese Japanese spin to it. And I'll be a happy fan. It does. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I'll be a happy fan. Like, I really, really will. Like, I love WWE and I know it's not cool to say that, but I do. But I, I always want... I always want I always want something I always want something new. I always want to see well, what can we do with wrestling now and that's to me the most exciting thing about AEW. And hey, there's every chance I watch and go, you know what? That wasn't for me. You don't know. But that it, you know that all ties into to why it's so exciting. So If we have learned anything off of Double or Nothing, All Out, um Fight for the Fallen, any any one of those you don't see a whole lot of promos. No, exactly. Okay. I, you, you're going to see more promos in TV, I think. It's it's going to depend on how the balance is. But this is going to be, I would say, more 70-30 match. Okay, match match over promos. Maybe um, maybe starting out, maybe like 80, 80% match, 20% talk. Yeah. Okay. Just to get things kicked off, but it, it, it'll come down to about 70-30 match because that's what TNT would want. By the way, if you haven't been paying attention to how this shows up on US TV, where was WCW airing its shows? Oh, yeah, TNT, of course. T- TBS and TNT. Yeah, yeah. Where, where was WWE airing its shows? US- Mostly USA. Yeah. I know it's, it's 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 like history repeat. That's why it's so good, though, right? It's literally like history repeating itself. Well, you, you got to be careful when you're trying to repeat history. 
You don't want to really repeat history. You want to make your own stamp on this thing. And I think that's what AEW is going to try and do. And I'm saying I love you, NXT. I'm going to watch AEW see what happens over NXT. Oh, yeah. No, of course. I think a lot of okay. people are going to be like that this week because curiosity killed the cat, right? I think NXT is right. going to have an awesome show this week, and I think a lot of people are going to be raving about it. But I also think if all of a sudden people said, oh, you have to choose one over the other, so many people would pick AEW because, again, it's it's that whole, but I don't know what that's going to present to me. And, you know, NXT has been around for a long time and more power to it. But, you know, we know how an NXT show looks. We know how it plays out. We know even with the, the new two-hour format, we get an idea of what they're... Well, it's um, just takeovers. Like, yeah. you, you see the structure of a takeover, you know how everything gets gets placed yeah exactly however however AW, we, 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 we have no idea like you just said you think it's going to be match heavy i don't have a clue like i have absolutely no idea what they're going to do because i've never watched an AEW tv show right and I, do, I, I do think it's imperative that whatever they do do it makes the characters more relatable and you know who they are and you have backstories but again if somebody gave me a two-hour shit i said okay miller here's 20 wrestlers tell you know uh, this massive fan base who these people are but i don't know how to do that that's really difficult so you know they got they got a lot going for them but there's, there's a lot of hurdles to, to, to clear as well but i think ultimately it's it's just going to be a, re- a really really cool week especially because you know both sides are talking about the other one i mean triple h did an interview and he said you know i'll put on my best product they can put on their best product cody rhodes has come out and said the same thing you know they know they're there <laughs> yeah. they, they, they know what's going on and i'm sure vince mcmahon does too and you know the See, fact that the fact that we have hell in the cell at the end of this is just crazy. The the problem I like that I got with AEW though goes with it got a little too personal too early. What with the okay, when you, when, you, when you when you got Cody Rhodes coming out there and hitting the the Triple H esque chair, yeah, with it with a sledgehammer, you know, and, and you have the okay, there needs to be enough of this. Wrestlers going after other other wrestlers from another company. Both sides need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> How'd you mean, man? Okay. So, I, and that did happen, especially with Seth Rollins, the whole Seth Rollins episode. Okay. You guys stay on your side. You guys stay on your side. We're fine. Well, so you, Let you, the companies fight it out. You don't want to see people jumping ship and stuff. It's not that, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to have these interpersonal relationships going like between the two companies. Okay. Right. Okay. If you're going to jump ship from one company to another, that's fine. You know, if you think the grass is greener over there, even if it's like impact or triple a, whatever, that's fine. Go ahead, jump ship. New Japan, that's all there for you, too. There are so many other places to go now. It's not just WWE. Oh, massively, man. So, yeah. I mean, granted, granted, I think we lost Defiant, and that well, was half <laughs> that left. We did, but, we did, but I don't think that was on that level, so I think, I think it's okay. Well, still... It's when these promotions go away, it's just that where where do these other wrestlers go? And now you're starting to see things come up to the mainstream like AEW. 
and Impact's kind of... Well, it's still going to be there. It's still going to be there because they have their social media platform on on Twitch. Hmm. So they, they do know that they have that community to fall back to. Yeah. And and so does uh, AAA, actually. Yeah, they do. Yeah, well, yeah they, they're, they're on an upswing at the moment, AAA. I think people seem quite invested in them. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, they have. But that's something that they can fall back to. So... We'll see what happens. Um, that's trip. That's going to be AEW is going to be a very interesting show. If you, if you choose AEW, fine. If you choose NXT, fine. Both are going to be very very interesting. I'm just gonna. I'm not going to totally ignore NXT. I'll catch up via other ways, i.e., ups and downs and what culture. Hit hit. <laughs> damn right man uh, damn right you know th- there are just sort of things that you can catch up on, on on things that you miss like i don't watch all of raw because i have to be up at five five in the morning and raw goes on three hours oh dude hell yeah man i'm, I'm sure you're not alone in so, that so that's why i watch you um i have steven larson congratulations by the way hell yeah five years to those guys <laughs> And uh, five, well, five years for those guys, and you winning oh, the title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, damn right. <laughs> so th- there are other mediums now to catch up on this stuff, and th- and not just like a a weekly newspaper or word of mouth anymore. Yeah, no, I think it's half the fun. Also, in case anybody's interested, I'm going to try and get this up as early as I can on on this Monday. The uh, the new Raw set, there is a picture right now of the of the new Raw set. And obviously, at the moment, it's all just colors because they will, they're all LED screens, basically. Right. But my word, does it look crazy? <laughs> it, is, it is, it is. And like I say, I'm sure it would have done the rounds by the time you hear this, but... I have a feeling if you if you're into LED screens. <laughs> no, no, I, I heard description of this, and uh, once again, credit to Wrestle Talk. They said it looked like Power Rangers. It does. I mean, obviously, yeah, but they, these aren't with with things uh, beamed onto them. But my word, I, I tell you, what, I cannot wait. I, I really mean it. Out. Yeah, and I am. I love it when things feel new. Like, I'm blessed to watch these shows every single week. But when they do shake them up and they reintroduce, like I say, pyros and new sets, it does make it feel interesting and new. That's why they're doing it. And um, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what we do with this. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's a fun time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, I think that we're going to have a much better idea this week of how different Raw and SmackDown are going to be, which I think we've needed for a long time. I'm pumped. I'm pumped and I'm ready. I really, really am. I'm I'm quite looking forward to it because if you've seen the the new SmackDown logo too. Oh yes, yeah, nice. You know it, it's different. It, it's still got like everything's like the same colors. It's just a different design to it. So definitely, SmackDown. Okay, commentators. <laughs> Where in the hell is Phillips? Well, I mean, someone's got to do 205 Live. I think he may be put there. That's not a joke either. I th- I'm being serious. I think that's where he may go. He just got I, lost. In, he got, got lost in the shuffle, right? He got lost in the shuffle. He was doing so awesome on SmackDown. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. What, why Why? are we having Mr. Oh, it's boss time. 
<laughs> well, what? but that, that, that's because that's their guy, though, isn't it? That's their guy. Michael Cole is Vince's guy. He'll be around for a long ass time, I think. The Michael Cole needs to change. Okay, he he needs he needs to stay like down the middle, but he does not need to, to say all these different things. You know, it's time to join the raid. No. But that no. But that is Vince McMahon, or so it is said. Apparently he is told to say these things. So you could argue he's just doing his job. I don't care. Well, fair enough. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm over it. I'm over all that. You know, it, if the fans are saying this is what should be, then Vince, you need to listen. <laughs> well, no, okay. I agree with you, man. It doesn't feel very organic. I, I completely agree. Like, uh, I, it doesn't feel organic at all. No, it, and it doesn't because with Tom Phillips, what he did, it, you know, for for his announcement, and he he was awesome. Okay, and I would love to see him on either SmackDown or Raw. Okay, and because I because I feel that he is that main of a character on on SmackDown Live, where he was at on SmackDown Live. Yeah. So, and. It, I'm also kind of looking forward to the new WWE show. Kind of. I don't know if I'm going to watch it or not backstage. I think you will if CM Punk's on it. I will. (laughs) I might be all wrestled out by that time. I don't know for the week. Well, no, dude, to be fair, man, like that's a fair criticism to have. And I've said this to a lot of people. Like you don't have to watch everything. And if you do, you are going to burn yourself out. But there's nothing wrong with picking and choosing. Like there's really, really, really not. Just enjoy what you want and you know you you can't watch everything simple as that you can't watch everything and that's okay nor do you have to want to okay now i think it was um what was it fight for the fallen i think golden boy was on there oh yeah with jim ross and at excalibur how do you how did you like golden boy on AEW, oh, I thought he was great. I, I thought he was great, but I, I didn't mind Mares either. Like I, I, I understand the criticism, but to me, you got to give people a chance. I don't really think we gave him a chance. But no, I thought Golden Boy was great. Golden Boy was at uh, the Grand Finals for Overwatch. Oh boy, was he hype! I can imagine he was. Yeah, uh, but he's good at that I as mean, well. I mean, that's where he made his name. It, it, exactly, and you know, I think that's where he got brought into AEW because. This is a guy that is fans of wrestling and of gaming. So I, I think I think he should be signed up with AEW but be allowed to go do like um like Counter Strike, Global Global Offensive, uh Overwatch, kind of maybe th- these other games that or these other tournaments that all these other gaming companies should do. You know, yeah. just let him be open like that. Yeah, no, I look, man, to me, the more organic and natural a commentary team can be, the better. And I think people like Golden Boy, who are of a different generation, just do that naturally. Because like you say, he does the, he does, you know, you know what is more sort of modern and, and part of the evolution than doing esports commentary? And if you can take that kind of feel mm-hmm. over to WWE, you're going to make WWE, or sorry, AEW, you're going to make AEW feel that way too. So... You know, I think there is something in there. And I think that's another reason why I'm excited for the new commentary teams that we're going to get either tonight or after the draft. You know, I just think it makes sense. 
you you know change it up keep people keep people invested and i think that's what we're going to do this week and like i say i for one i'm pumped i'm ready bring it the hell on <laughs> and we will be seeing ups and downs tomorrow hey man monday night raw we, we will you get monday <laughs> 2 p.m. BST tomorrow, ups and downs. And then there's a special on Wednesday just to say goodbye to Wednesdays. But you'll see what it is. Thursday, AEW. Saturday, SmackDown. Friday night, SmackDown. And that's that. That's it. People can uh, people can get ready for it. And on that note, my friend, I will, I will wrap it up. Uh, Joe, thanks so much yep. for joining in with me, man. I really appreciate it. I, I, I respect. I, I like your opinions. It's good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you, if you like Blizzard games... Go check out the Group Quest podcast, please. Of course, yeah. So group, <laughs> group Quest. Joe talks about Blizzard games. You can get involved in yes. that. Yes. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I never really... Have, what's my favorite Blizzard game if I was going to say one? I never really got into Blizzard games. I always respected them, but I never, I never really played them. I played Overwatch a little bit, but I was rubbish, so I stopped. <laughs> that's, 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 that's kind just of like horrible. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, I was just awful at them. So I was like, I'm not going to do this. I, I, I liked World of Warcraft. I just, it just, it was just too much... Hearthstone? Do you know what? Hearthstone's actually probably one of my favorites, you know. I thought Hearthstone was great. Uh, you know, I thought I know I know Hearthstone sort of became this massive this massive oh. thing, but I, I, I just thought picking it up and mucking around with it was awesome. I really liked it. I really dug it. I'm waiting for BlizzCon because there's gonna be I'm I'm thinking like a World of Warcraft expansion because I think I think Battle for Azeroth is now done. It's going to take another year and a half to get another expansion, but yeah. that that's done. Um, maybe a new hero for Overwatch. Maybe. I, I think so. And hopefully it's something to do with Diablo as well. I always liked Diablo. I thought Diablo was good. I know it's controversial that, these that, days. That is a whole nother discussion. I know. I know it is. We won't get into We don't need to get into <laughs> auction houses but, and things like that. We don't, we don't need to go down that maybe, road. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk games later on. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we should maybe. do, man. We should do. But yeah, I, I don't want to start. I, I, I know that, uh, I know that, uh, that road. We won't go down that, it. My- <laughs> Diablo is just an on-fire subject and Blizzard better fix it. Yeah, oh, dude. Amen, brother. I, I, I totally agree, but I do like the game, I will say. I was a big fan of Diablo 2 back in the day. Uh, and on that note, before we thanks, wreck man. the internet, uh, Joe, thanks. For, hey, look, two things, man. Joe, thanks for your time for one. And two, thanks for the patronage. Thanks for supporting me. And thanks for being a nice guy. It really does mean a lot, man. All right. Thank you for having me on, sir. You're good. You're good. And again, if you want to come on the podcast, if you've got plenty to say about AEW or WWE, you can just head over to patreon.com forward slash Simon316. You can also check this stuff out on YouTube. Just search for Simon Miller. Give me a subscribe at Simon Miller316 on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want some wrestling merchandise, you can do that at Big Cartel, which is simonmiller.bigcartel.com. If you live in Milton Keynes as well, Wednesday night, you can come down to Unit 9 to see me take on David Starr. Yep, I don't know how that's a thing either, but it is. We'll see how that goes. But ultimately, look, enjoy the week just have fun with it it doesn't matter where we're going it doesn't matter where we've been and we will definitely catch up again very soon